0: Amen. Why don't you open your Bibles or follow along on the screen here. 2 Corinthians 3, 12 through 18. 2 Corinthians 3, 12 through 18. And, and God put this message on my heart about November uh, last year. And I begin to kind of pen this. And, and but, but before I penned it, I had to live it out. I had to purpose myself to live this out. And, and I feel like the Lord is like, okay, you can preach this now. And it says this in 2 Corinthians 3. And then we're going to go to John eight thirty 36. Uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 12 and 18. It says, since this new way... Gives us such confidence. We can be very bold. Somebody say very bold. bold. We are not like Moses. Who put a veil over his face. So the people of Israel would not see the glory of God. Even though it was destined to fade away. Verse 14. But the people's minds were hardened. And to this day. Whenever the old covenant is being read. The same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. Somebody say truth. Truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with the veil and they do not understand. And in verse 16, it kind of switches. But when someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Somebody shout freedom. Freedom. So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord and the Lord who is spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. And I think... John 8, 36 surmises this passage here in 2 Corinthians. So if the sun sets you free, Union Church, you are not a little bit free. If the sun sets you free, you don't have to worry if freedom is going to follow you all the days of your life. If the sun sets you free, you are 110% free. Indeed, somebody says I'm free. In Church today, I want to preach to you from the theme or the topic, unfiltered freedom. Look at the person next to you and say, unfiltered freedom. If you're online, type in the chat right there, unfiltered freedom. Father, I pray, God, that you add a blessing to your word today. God, more of you and less of me, and Father, if you deem it possible, if you decide, can Can you let us taste a little bit of heaven at every campus today? Father, can the presence of God just overwhelm us just like it overwhelmed Mandela here at the BWI campus in the midst of worship? Father, can we lean in the fact that you are Jira? And and, and with that being said, that we can transact with you and your presence in a freeing way. In Jesus' name, and everybody said a good amen. 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 Unfiltered. Freedom. Now, Union Church, I, I, I want you to know that, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm older. I'm 48 years old. And when, as, I, as I began to get older, I got bigger. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I, I don't know if that is because I got older or it's because I like food. But when I was younger, I was smaller. And when I was younger, being smaller, I was really good at hide and go seek. Come on, somebody. You see, when you're smaller, uh, you know, as a kid, did anybody ever play hide-and-go-seek? Yeah. It, it was a game for broke people because it cost you nothing. Come on, somebody. <laughs> All you had to have is a few pieces of furniture and, 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 and home base, and, and we would play hide-and-go-seek. And if you were born under a rock and you don't know anything about this game, I'll explain it to you. Basically, is there's a home base, and someone begins to count or count down And they count down, you have time to go hide. And if you play hide and go seek in the same location over and over and over again, you run out of hiding spaces. Come on, somebody. And then when you get a new hiding space, what was looking for you can't find you because you're not in the space that you've always been. And so there was this one time I played hide and go seek that I realized that I was not supposed to be really good at hide and go seek. Because when you're really good at hide-and-go-seek, people stop looking for you. Come on, somebody. I was so good at hide-and-go-seek, I didn't know the game was over. I just kept hiding. And many of you are wondering, where were you hiding? I had hid in the dryer. Come on, somebody. Don't press start. And I was so, I had, I had discovered such an amazing hiding spot that no one could find me. I didn't know the game was over. And I've been in full-time ministry since 1994. And you know what I have discovered? Is that the body of Christ have gotten really good at hiding. And some of us have hidden so well that people have stopped looking for us. And we think that people have abandoned us and they have not. They're just tired of trying to find the real you. We've got worship leaders hiding. We've got pastors and leaders hiding. We've got people that serve on serve teams hiding. We've got people who show up to church every single time. Sunday, and they're hiding behind the veil of old school church. They're hiding behind the veil of the old covenant. We ask for the presence of God to come in and overtake us and overwhelm us. But when the presence of God comes in, we are supposed to approach the throne of grace with boldness. But many of us can't approach the throne of grace with boldness because we're still broken, and we have not uncovered the things in us that we need to expose, and we've hidden it in new hiding spaces like overworking. We've hidden it in new hiding spaces like pornography. We've hidden it in new hiding spaces like getting in relationships that are not feeding us but are hurting us, and I came today to tell you from the Holy Spirit, come out, come out. Wherever you are, it is time to stop hiding. Can I get a good amen in the church today? What are we hiding? Why are we hiding? Why do we sing about a freedom that we don't take advantage of? Why do we sing new school songs with an old school heart? Why are we hiding? I, I think we got hiding honest. Because what I don't want you to feel ashamed right now. It says in Genesis 3, 8, and 9, when the cool of the evening breeze were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord among the trees. Then the Lord called to the man and said, come out, come out wherever you are. He says, why are you hiding Adam and Eve, where are you? I came Union Church. I came Flowers today. Baltimore County. Columbia. To say, come out. Come out. Wherever you are. But you cannot come out from a place that you don't acknowledge where you currently are. Where are you? Where are you, flowers? Where are you, grandma? Where are you, student? Where are you, young person? Where, where are you, man? Where are you? What have you been hurting from for so long that you've decided that you're just going to live with this and try to cover it up as if we don't experience the symptoms and the collateral damage from it. You are not bad. You are not irritating. You don't frustrate me. You, 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 it's not that you can't forgive. You just picked a good hiding spot about 10 years ago. And you thought that people stopped looking for you. The Holy Spirit came today to say. I've never stopped looking for you. And what I came to do today is remind the church of the new covenant. You don't have to hide. But what if they find out? Maybe they'll get free too. What if I expose it? What if I uncover it? What if they hurt me again? The problem is, is it's impossible if we keep taking painkillers for the physician to really know what's wrong. Could it be that it hurts so bad right now that God just wants to properly diagnose it to you so you can start or stop medicating what needs a miracle? Sometimes you just got to take the band-aid off and expose it to the culture and the environment. Sometimes you got to take the band-aid off and put the aloe on it, the oil. I believe that today God is saying come out. Come out wherever you are. Because many of us we're living with insecurities and we're living with fear and we're living with discouragement and we're living with contemplation of should I could have would have from a previous season and we're stuck in this cycle of regret. And we're in a new season, but we can't enjoy the new season because we still regret the old decisions that we used to make. And I wonder if scripture tells me that he works it all together for our good. I wonder, is there some all that he has not been able to work for our good because you won't expose it? oh come on somebody I believe that today somebody's gonna get set free I believe that today somebody's gonna get delivered I believe that today somebody's gonna cast all your cares upon Jesus why are you carrying something that you don't even have the shoulders to hold today it is time to not sing I'm taking it to the altar but be an altar give it to Jesus, you know what I've discovered? It's impossible to keep up with who we pretend to be. And maybe Jaira wants to be shalom, but in order for him to be shalom in your life, you have to expose the areas that you have anxiety. Maybe Jaira wants to be Jehovah and be Lord of all. Because the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, everything has to bow. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? But you, something cannot have the opportunity to bow. If we don't first admit or admit where we're broken in that area. Maybe God is looking for you, trying to bless you, trying to heal you, trying to deliver you. But he can't find you because you're so busy trying to be someone you're not. What if we say I am broken today? I've had about with suicidal thoughts. What if we say today I, I'm lustful. A deal. I've been betrayed so I've slipped into being what I hate. So now I betray people. Could it be that what we don't forgive we actually end up walking in? Could it be that what we hate we actually now need healing from? Please be careful not to judge people during this message. This is not a message of judgment. This is a message of freedom because if you're judging someone, you're just upset that they sin differently than you. You see, the old system was a system of order. The old system, the old covenant, the old Testament. If you do not know scripture, let me set this up. If you've ever been to a football game or a basketball game, they have various sections of seats. They have the nosebleed seats. Come on, somebody. They are very cheap. They are high up. They are not close to the field. And then, come on, somebody, a level down, they have like okay seats. And then under that okay seat, they have the club member seats. And then under the club member seats, they have seats that you can even sit courtside. Come on, somebody. But then uh, they have all of those people are there to watch the people on the field. And the Old Covenant basically is like you staying up in the nosebleed seats even though you've been giving access to interact with the players on the field, and I don't understand if we have been giving access to interact with the players on the field why we would continue to stay in the nosebleed seats, come on somebody, or the okay seats or the church people members club seats I came to tell you, come on somebody, know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and over 2000 years ago Jesus paid the price for you to interact on the field so it's time for some worship leaders to come out of the cheap seats and get into experience the presence of God to a whole nother level unfiltered freedom see in the Old Testament in order to get on the field There was an outer court, cheap seats. There was an inner court, members only. And then there was the holy place. And the holy place was a lot of processes and systems that you had to go to or you had to go through. So they had a high priest who was the security officer. I love this. And that high priest was the only one who had access to the most holy place. And the most holy place, what happens was is yearly, uh, uh, the people would come for the day of atonement. And the day of atonement was when the nation of Israel would come and they would have to present all of these sacrifices. Come on, somebody. But they could not get to the most holy place. They presented it to the high priest and the high priest would have to take something that was perfect y'all don't hear what I'm saying and sacrifice something that was perfect this it was so at stake that they would have to tie a rope around the high priest's leg just in case he was in sin because if he was in sin or didn't go through the proper uh, uh, systems and rituals he would die in the presence of God and they would have to drag him out imagine you worshiping on a Sunday and you begin to raise your hands and sing songs but because you got sin in your life people just start dropping dead that's the old covenant but now with the new covenant we can raise our hands we can have anxiety and fear and depression and still say Jira, you are enough and we don't die in fact we don't die we can live we can live free the Holy Spirit is what gives us access to freedom. And here in 2 Corinthians, in our main text, Paul, this isn't a preaching statement. I'm free, praise the Lord, I'm free. No, we sing something that we haven't experienced. In this second letter to the church of Corinth, Paul Is writing about the Holy Spirit. And he says this this new gift was a new covenant that removed the go between between God's presence and God's people. The priest was removed. I'm, I'm, I'm working. Through the Holy Spirit, we no longer, as God's people, would have to go through a priest and not wait once a year, not wait once a week for church service. Paul was reminding the church of Corinth that they were walking embodiment of the Holy Spirit. They were living stones, watch this now, or a walking letter from Christ, not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. It's impossible. The Old Testament is not something we throw away. But because now we have the Holy Spirit, he helps us stay in a holy place. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying right now. In Matthew five seventeen, it says this. Don't misunderstand why I have come, Jesus says. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses and the prophets. I came to... To accomplish it. In other words, he says, I've given you an all-access pass before you even get to the stadium. You don't have to go through Ticketmaster. I went through the tomb. That's what Jesus says. (laughs) Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. (laughs) You, You don't have to go through the pastor. I gave you purpose. Yeah, I'm trying to get the church to be free because what happens is, is we, what we do right now is we, uh, um, celebrate vulnerability and transparency. And I'm tired of people even saying, pastor, you're so transparent. If you're saying that, what I really want to say is then, Hey, thank you. You're so fake or unfree. If his power is perfected in our weakness, why don't we live in our weakness, open handed and stop trying to fake and put on for everybody like we got everything together. This is why the reason we do it is because there's more bound people in the church and there's free people in the church. And what I'm talking the body of Christ, I'm not talking about Union Church. But imagine if everybody says, yeah, I'm jacked up. Imagine if everybody says, man, last night I had a bad thought. If everybody says, I'm still in the cycle of every now and then this anxiety causes me to have suicidal thoughts. If everybody testified, then everybody would overcome. I wonder... If the Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. The blood of the Lamb is what Jesus has been already. What Jesus now is waiting on for the whole church to testify. Could it be that somebody's bondage is wrapped up in your secret? It's impossible to testify without talking. Testifying. Encourages you to talk about it. I want to get free. So it says this in Mark 15:37. When Jesus is on the cross, he, he has been beaten and ridiculed. Uh-uh. And it says this in Mark 15:37. Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last breath. And the curtain of the sanctuary was torn in two. Now the curtain wasn't where Jesus was. But because Jesus went to heaven, I could have his presence here. So now I don't have to live a filtered life. I don't have to Be in the presence of people, but people can't really figure me out. I don't have to show up to church acting like I have it all together. I'm leading worship filtered. I'm serving in the parking lot filtered. And people can't see me because I can't see me like God sees me. And if I could see me like God, seize me come on somebody I would realize that over 2,000 years ago the system was broken and not only the system was broken But the veil was rent in two. And no longer do I have to hide my past. No longer do I have to hide my mess ups. No longer do I have to hide my mistakes. I feel the Holy Spirit saying in your church, come out. Come out. Wherever you are, let us not cheapen what Jesus did on the cross over 2,000 years ago by hiding behind a filter you cannot be free if you ain't real and you cannot be real if you don't understand resurrection power I came to preach today that somebody is about to get free today today is the day you deal with it once and for all today is the day them suicidal thoughts stop strongholds and generational cycles. Somebody say it stops with me. We have filters. Three filters that you have to confront every day. The filters of regulations. Regulations is the system that is restrictive to performance. If I perform well, then I'm able to be in his presence. The second filter that you have to deal with every day is the filter of religion. This is a system restricted to only the right people. only the people on the stage only the you don't you don't hear what I'm saying only the ones behind the pulpit only the pastors we have to deal with the systems or the filter of regulations and the filter of religion here's the last filter every single day you're going to have to break this cycle of being in the filter of rituals if i pray enough if i read my bible enough if i do my devotions long if I speak King James, thus saith the Lordeth. This system is restrictive to a pattern. I have the opportunity to stay at some hotels because I travel quite a bit, and every right now and then I stay at a good one, and they have technology that I've never seen before. Now, if you've ever stayed at a hotel, you'll recognize something. They give you an access card, a room key. And that room key has a code that is unique for you to open up the door to the reservation that you made. I'm about to preach this right here. And you made a reservation, and you have a room key that the owner has given you access to. But if that room key gets next to your cell phone, It demagnetizes the room key. And when the room key gets demagnetized, although you have something on reserve, you cannot access it because of what proximity you've placed the key in next to. And some of us in the old system, we don't think we have access to what has been reserved because we have been near some stuff that we should not have been near. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying right now. You think because you went to the club, you lost access. You think because you had a dirty thought, you lost access. You think because you sinned, you lost access. So I went to this hotel that I had never been to before, and they asked me for my phone, and they downloaded an app, and they put the access code in my phone. So I don't need a key anymore. Actually... It blew my mind, because what used to be magnified. Now, I can say I'm broken, but I still have a reservation. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I wish there was a church flowers. I know y'all are new to Pastor Jimmy, but I came to tell you what you think doesn't give you access, actually is the thing that gives you access. The Holy Spirit moves us from filters to freedom. I, I want to end with a passage in John 4. I don't have time to go through it, but there's this woman who's a Samaritan woman. John, John chapter 4, verse 4. And she... Has been ostracized from her own people. Because of her lifestyle. And to them. She has demagnetized her access. So. She's at. She's thirsty. Because it's hot outside. And. At the heat. Of her unhealth. She goes to. A well. And at the same time. God had sovereignly given Jesus the instructions to be at that well. This woman who does not have access bumps into Jesus, who is the kingdom embodiment in human flesh. And they meet at a well. That well represents the Holy Spirit. How do I know? Because Jesus starts using language that a time is coming. This woman who is jacked up, Jesus asked her for a drink. Isn't it crazy that even in your state that Jesus still values, values your worship? He's missing a scent. He says, uh, hey, doing it. I need you to worship right now. I don't need you to worry right now. I, 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 I need you to give me what, what rightfully is yours. Uh, uh, she had a reservation. And now she has to get free. How many of y'all want to know how to get free? I'm going to go quick. Y'all want to know how to get free? Number one, transparency. That is to be seen. The woman was surprised, John 4, 9, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. Why are you asking for me for a drink? She didn't want to be seen. That's why she went to the well when nobody else is around. And some of y'all, you're visible, but you're not seen. You're present, but we can't get a perspective Of who you really are. And Jesus is saying. Please don't cheapen the work. That I did at the cross. Because you want to live a filtered life. I came for all of your life. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I came for your today life. Your yesterday life. Your past life. And the life that you might make mistakes in. In the future. Jesus says I want that too. Why are you hiding To be seen. The Holy Spirit. Watch this now. At this well. When the Holy Spirit fills us. The Holy Spirit also frees us. It's impossible. To be filled. And not freed. So if that be the case. It's not more freedom you should seek. It's more filling you should seek. That's why the presence of God cannot be restricted to Sundays. That's why you feel free in church and not free on Tuesday or Wednesday. Because you are still listening to Drake and Kanye and all that and ain't no worship traveling with you. I came to tell you that when this thing was rent in two, what was behind it became door dashable. You can get this on Uber Eats. Come on, somebody. If we know how to bring food to our house, can we start figuring out how to bring a filling to our house? Can we come to church not being led in worship, but lead our whole role in worship? Come on, Baltimore County. Come on, Columbia. So you got to be seen. Somebody says, I got to be seen. Look at the person next to you and says, here I am. All my junk. All my stuff, come on, if you're online, put some eyes in the chat. Here I am. How we see God determines how people see and experience God through us and in us. If they can't see us, they can't see God through us. Number two, accountability. To be seen has to move from being seen to be held. She says, John 4, 11, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she says. And this pain, this crisis, this brokenness, this ratchetness is deep. This thing has been around for generations. My grandmama did it. My my, my great-grandmama did it. My mama dealt with it, and I am dealing with it. And she says, where can I go to get free from this? Oh, I love it. Accountability. You got to be held. I'm almost done. Accountability. Accountability is having people in your life that knows what you're created for, purpose, and what you're capable of. Pain. The problem is, We think accountability is just a gossip session. Because you can't be accountable to the people who are dealing with the same junk you're dealing with. And all you do is call them and say, how would you do last night? Yeah, I failed. Yeah, me too. You good? Yeah, I'm good. And then you start attracting people to your hiding place. But accountability is knowing what I'm created for and also what I'm capable of. Accountability is is how the Holy Spirit uses other people and wisdom and and people in our lives to get us through nothing seasons. We go from uh, 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 to be seen, transparency, accountability, to be held, watch this, to vulnerability, to be known. Vulnerability says, I know you see it you've committed to holding it now let me tell you about it vulnerability does not speak of the symptoms it speaks of the situation from where the symptoms come from there's a reason why you don't trust people you cannot ask people to hold you accountable of earning trust and helping you with trust if you don't go and take them to the moment where you lost it. That's vulnerability. You can't ask people if you're single or even if you're married to hold you to sexual purity unless you go visit the moment that you lost it and tell them about it. I struggled with pornography for so long until I told someone that on 2541 Symphony Lane when I was nine years old there was a boy named Brian who showed me page 47 of Penthouse Magazine and that began to form my appetite at nine and so at 19 I had an appetite for the same thing that I saw and I was introduced to at nine. At 29, I still dealt with it even though I was married. And I was trying to get my wife to play out the picture that I saw when I was nine. But until I sat in counseling and she said, tell me where it all began, I went back and visited the nine and I laid hands on the nine-year-old and I prophesied to the nine-year-old and I spoke to the nine-year-old. And then I asked the nine-year-old to come visit the 49-year-old and say, come on, you can make it. You're going to get through that thing because I was vulnerable. Come on, worship team. I'm done. So now I can move from transparency to accountability to vulnerability to intimacy. Can everybody stand at every campus and online? Give myself away. Give myself away. So you can. I'm at a place where I want you free. So if I have to free my past for you to get free, please make it worth it. Because my kids have to hear stuff they haven't heard before. And I've just decided that I'm going to do it for your sake. I'm going to expose me for your... This could go viral in a negative way. But I don't care because I want you to get free. I found out something, I found out that freedom doesn't require perfection. Freedom requires purpose from the pain or the situation or the crisis. The last one is intimacy. I found out in marriage that intimacy is having nothing to hide when you have something to hide. We all got something to hide. But freedom is not perfection, Union Church. Freedom. It says the game ain't over. He's still looking for me. And the holy spirit is still looking for us can all of us just raise our hand and surrender freedom is not perfection freedom is saying god here i am nothing to hide all my junk father i pray for the church i pray for the people in the church i pray for the people that are going to watch this online i pray for the people that are going to watch this two years from now and i pray god you who the sun sets free is free indeed so today i want you to start whispering the stuff that you've been hiding. Come on, I'm broken, I'm jacked up. Sometimes I deal with pornography. What is it? Sometimes I struggle, I'm angry, I've been betrayed, I need to forgive. You don't have to say it, just say it in your mind so nobody would hear it. But I want you to get free because you cannot, the Lord cannot cover what you won't uncover. Father in Jesus' name, I pray that everybody find accountability. I pray that everybody begin to get free, that everybody start living a filter-free life In Jesus' name, and with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're in this building and you do not know Jesus, and you've just decided to stay in the cheap seats your whole life, I want you to know that there's an invitation to you to get on the field with the greatest player ever, the one who redefined death, and his name is Jesus. And today, you can have an all-access VIP pass, no matter what your past is. And if that's you, I just want you to slip up your hand on the count of three. I'm today. I need to get free. I'm gonna get saved. I'm gonna meet this Jesus. I want to all access pass one, two, three hands at every campus. Come on, hands online. Put your hands in the chat. If you want to get free right in the chat today, I want to get free. And let's pray. Everybody repeat after me. Say, Jesus, today is the day that I'm given an eviction notice to what has hurt me, what has held me back and what I have been in a habit with today i'm free today i'm delivered today i'm healed in the name of jesus and everybody said a good amen union church he who the son sets free is free indeed god bless you